Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today is South Australian based goal umpire Emily Hill who's currently in the midst of a career defining week uh, over there in the AFLW. She's just been awarded her first All-Australian gong and uh, has been appointed to officiate in Sunday's AFLW Grand Final, which is fantastic news. Emily, a massive week for you. Yeah, thank you for having me, Zach. It's been a bit um, overwhelming, to be completely honest. I didn't really expect to to get this far through, so it's been very exciting and a lot going on, but yeah, very looking forward to Sunday. What was it like uh, early in the week at the AFLW Awards when you uh, received the All-Australian nomination? It was a bit surreal, I think. I, I think it's only sort of just started to sink in, uh, you know, in the last couple of days. Um, but, you know, you, you just see all these faces that are in the media and all that sort of thing, so it's, it was a pretty mm. cool event to be at, and it was a real honour to be able to... Um, be up there on stage with, with the All-Australian team, yeah. The whole league itself is gaining more and more prestige, isn't it? So it's a, um, a wonderful award for you to win. Yeah, definitely. It's just improving every year. It's quite amazing to see. I think this is my seventh season of doing AFL Women, so okay. it's been really cool to watch it grow from uh, when I've started. So, yeah, it's just it impresses me every single year. And for those of us who um, are sort of, I guess, untrained in terms of how uh, not only goal umpires but umpires in general are assessed, are you able to sort of detail, um, I guess, how like a decision's made for a player to, or an umpire, I should say, to be awarded all Australian honours? Um, I'm not exactly sure of the coach's decision, but I'm assuming uh, it would come down to. So uh, when we make decisions... Uh, in game day, yep. uh, we're sort of assessed as to whether it's uh, expected or whether it's uh, you've exceeded their expectations in that decision making, mm-hmm. um, and then you're given scores. We don't really get to see the scores. We just sort of yep. get given a bit of an idea of whether it's um, sort of yeah, exceeded or expected. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that um, you know at the end of the season everyone's results are there and that's perhaps how they how they choose the australian but yeah i'm not quite yeah. sure of all the behind the scenes but yeah yeah I'd say that, it, that has something to do with it yeah oh very good and um what about sort of uh i guess in terms of your training as well and, and your positioning and the like just uh yeah fill us in as to what unfolds it um in terms of uh i guess players have their weekly training regime as do umpires but uh, yeah enlighten us as to what unfolds on the training track yeah so uh, we train just like we do sample so twice a week and generally there's a skills component and a fitness component mm-hmm. and in skills we sort of just replicate what would happen on game day you know we have a group of goal umpires rotating through and a group of kickers and defenders and just trying to simulate what would happen okay and um, obviously goal um Goal umpires especially aren't, you can imagine that we're not great kicks of the footy, but that's probably works in our favour because <laughs> we're able to umpire some very unpredictable kicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then the fitness uh, component is a bit more of your agility sort of stuff, short, sharp and shiny. Um, and yeah, so the, I think the idea sort of is that the fitter you are, um, the better you can sort of concentrate and mm. keep your brain healthy. So 
Yeah, fitness is actually quite a large part of our training, which okay. probably surprised a few people considering on game day. It just looks like we stand there. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's interesting to know. And, but it is about um, maintaining concentration for quite a long period of time, though, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. That's definitely probably the most challenging part, especially, um, I guess, with women's footy. It's a little bit shorter than Sandful, but mm. in you know Sandful league games when quarters are going for over 30 minutes, it's quite draining mentally. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess that's what we practice. And Yeah. Yeah. Oh, terrific. Uh, and as you touch on then, uh, we know that you made your Sandful League debut all the way back in 2019 here in SA. It was uh, North Adelaide and Glenelg at Prospect, and it was a – I remember it vividly. It was a, a really interesting <laughs> contest, wasn't it? Something like four goals, 15 each. Yeah, it was a draw, so that was pretty cool to have. <laughs> That was my first league game. I'll always remember that one too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah. since since then, you've really solidified your spot um, regularly doing Sandful League matches in the Host Plus Sandful League. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I debuted in 2019, and then I actually had the year of 2020 off when COVID hit. I moved into states, so mm-hmm. when I came back in 21, I sort of just tried to yeah, establish myself um, a bit more in league and sort of been umpiring that consistently um, this year. So I did have a few weeks off when overseas, so I think yeah. that impacted my finals chances in the end. But yeah. um, I guess I was able to have the opportunity to continue on with women's footy and and have a have a good crack with that this year. So. And, yeah. and then a wonderful moment for you halfway through last year when you were able to umpire a Sample League game with uh, Georgie Henderson as well. So having two females at either end of the park uh, officiating the goals is wonderful. Yeah, that was so cool to be a part of. Georgie and I have been friends for years, even beyond um, before she started umpiring. So mm. that was just a really cool um, experience to have that with her. And as I'm sure you got to touch on um, yeah. soon, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Georgie and I will both be umpiring the AFL Women's Grand Final together. So it's been a real full circle moment um, and something mm. really special to both of us. It's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, what was her react? How did you both find out and, and what was her reaction? <laughs> um, so she got a phone call, but I was actually over in Melbourne staying at the same hotel as the, our coach, so I just met him down in the foyer and okay. he said, he said everyone else knows and I've told them not to contact you, but um, yeah, congratulations, you've, you've got the grand final and so Georgie was holding off messaging me until I messaged her because she knew that I knew. Ah, right. <laughs> <So> it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and what was your first thoughts to get when you first uh, crossed paths? Yeah, um, well, I was just... I was just so happy to be, to be doing the grand final. And then the mm. cherry on top was really the fact that I could share it with, with Georgie. And, um, yeah. yeah, so she's moved over to Victoria this year. Okay. Um, and I'm playing in the BFL. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't see her as much. So it's just, um, yeah, it's really, really cool to be able to do it with her. And it's going to be a cracking contest, isn't it? Brisbane, North Melbourne. There's uh, very little in any, been very little in any of the uh, AFLW finals so far in the series. Yeah, it's been a great final series. Um, so yeah, it, it, everything's a bit unpredictable. I, I feel which just creates a bit more excitement. Um, so I'm just really excited to get out there and soak up the atmosphere and, and see what the sides can bring. But no doubt, it'll be an exciting contest for sure. Uh, you've uh, participated in the past two AFLW final series as well, so that sort of holds you in good stead? Yeah, um, yeah. I guess I've been involved for the last couple of years, but 
this year was sort of the first year where I was, I've, I've gone all the way, so mm. <laughs> something I'm pretty proud of. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I don't really try and focus too much on trying to get to a certain point. Like, I'm not very much of a goal setter of, um, in the way of saying I want to get the grand final. I just sort of base it on a week-to-week basis and just try and umpire the best I can every week and mm-hmm. turns out to have worked in my favour this year. So, yep. yeah. So therefore, uh, what's uh, like? Obviously, this is a huge achievement in itself. Um, both of them in the one week, but um, from here on in, what sort of lofty goals does uh, Emily Hill set for herself now? <laughs> well, one thing I haven't done yet is umpire Central League finals, so mm-hmm. that will definitely be um, my next goal, I guess. But uh-huh. like I sort of just touched on, I don't like to get too fixated on yeah. on specific goals I just really like to uh, get out there every week and just do the best I can and umpire consistently Mm -hmm. and from there everything sort of falls into place if you can do that so yeah yeah well good luck with it and uh, good luck with your studies off the field I understand uh, they're all consuming (laughs) yeah full on at the moment but but it'll be worth it once I'm done so yeah yeah, doing my masters of audiology at the moment so Mm -hmm. if Sometimes people don't really quite know what that is, but it's basically when you go get a hearing test, you go see an audiologist. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm doing, and yeah, very full on five days a week at okay. uni. So it's sort of nice to have um, footy as a bit of an outlet as well, yeah. a bit of extra pocket money. <laughs> For sure, uh, it's a very defined path. How did you head down that way? Well, I didn't actually know what I wanted to do. I when I left school, I thought, oh, it'll come to me, and it wasn't coming to me. Mm. So I started doing. Um, I did my Bachelor of Health and Medical Science uh-huh. at Adelaide Uni and majored in Childhood and Reproductive Health. Okay. And then with three weeks to go of the degree, someone who was in the same boat as me and had no idea what they wanted to do after mentioned audiology and I did a bit of a Google and I found out that there were a lot of pros and not so many cons. So okay. I applied for the master's degree and got in and absolutely love it. So oh, well, yeah, well happy the way it's worked out. Excellent. And then... Um once it's complete, what sort of, yeah, what would it entail, like, your, uh, I guess, the profession yeah. itself? Yeah, so I'll be an audiologist, and then um, there's, it's a pretty flexible job, actually, so okay. you can work with a range of different ages, you can work with paediatrics in diagnostics and figuring out, you know, um, when they have speech and language delays, whether it's due to hearing or, you know, things like that, or you mm. can be working in clinics fitting hearing aids with older people like there's a big range of what you can do which is something that really um, appealed to me and I thought well if I get sick of one area I can always move to a different area within the job so yeah so I'm not quite sure exactly what area I want to work in yet but Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, towards the end of my second year I'll probably figure that one out. Well, all the best with it, Emily. It sounds very exciting for you, and uh, well done on taking that on, and well done on your achievements uh, between the big sticks, uh, which continue to, yeah, um, captivate us over here in Adelaide. It's wonderful to see you doing so well on the national stage, and long may it continue, and all the best for the AFLW Grand Final this Sunday. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. It's a pleasure to talk to you.